Uh, I just found out that we're having a baby. So, you know. What? That's yeah. amazing. <laughs> wow. So, so, yeah, you know. Official, unofficial, official, unofficial, official, unofficial. It's definitely not official. Official, unofficial, official, unofficial, official, unofficial. It's just. Hello and welcome to the official unofficial New Girl podcast. My name is Ben, also known as Please Be Excited. And with me, my two incredible co-hosts in the top right-hand corner, we have, who's that girl? It's Erica. What's, What's up, up, Ben? Erica? Not too much. How, How are you doing? doing? Oh, hey, I'm, good, yeah, fantastic. Nice. Are you ready? Are you ready? It's going to be a good one. <gasps> I'm so excited for this episode. I, yeah, love this one. Woo! And in the top left-hand corner, we have, who's that guy? It's our tribesman. Hello. How's it going, man? Now? Good. Good, buddy. You feeling good? Excited. Feeling great. Nice. Cap's in a great position. That's good. Good to see. <laughs> always, always do the cap check. Nice. <laughs> All right. So let's get into it for today's episode. We will be reviewing episode 13 valentine's day also known as the return of green arrow's tongue okay. <laughs> this episode aired february 14th 2012 wow really <laughs> i know right that's crazy <laughs> that's crazy um directed by tucker gates now you may know tucker gates from he's done work on the office brooklyn 99 parks and rec house and car house of cards um so quite the rap sheet there and the one that Al will really know him for, I'd say, would be the Orville, Al. <laughs> wow, nice. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> the episode is written by Elizabeth Merriweather and Leslie Wake. Yeah. Nice. And then obviously staff writers, um, that kind of thing. So, yeah. So this was an interesting episode. So if we kick off just into the mm -hmm. plot. So first off, we have single for the first time on Valentine's Day, Jess convinces Schmidt. Schmidt. <laughs> to be her wingman as she attempts to flirt the only way that Jess knows how incredibly awkwardly <laughs> <laughs> after she almost chokes on the cherry she looks to have an attachment fling free uh sorry fling with a stranger that she has nothing in common with uh, so this is where we meet oliver um nick's romantic plans are foiled when he finds himself spending more time with julia uh, julia's law firm assistant cliff than her Winston becomes one of the girls when Shelby invites him over and Jess has a cl very close call with Schmidt uh, towards the end of this episode. And right at the very end, we get CC and Schmidt playing Finding Nemo. Um, so <laughs> quite, quite the episode. So there's a wee bit that happens here. So first off, I'm going to kick it to Al. Al, what are your thoughts on the, uh, your initial thoughts on the episode? Uh, I like this one. It's not as great as the last one, but it's it's up there for me. I, I like it a lot. There's a lot of stuff going on for sure. I can't wait to dive deeper into it. Nice. And Erica, what about you? This is also, I love this episode and I feel like it goes really, really great with the last episode. Just And also just having the dirty twirls is probably one of my favorite lines just because oh, what's what's that even mean and i think you know schmidt kind of conveys that pretty well uh this this episode is hilarious because it really does show that jess is terrible at flirting and she you know she tries to even she's like he's you know 
he's from Oregon. This is great. It's wonderful. And they're like, no, you can't. And <laughs> and then she does, you know, finally find Oliver, who she's got nothing in common with. And it's it's pretty hilarious to just watch that whole thing ensue. And also, just every storyline in this episode hits for me. Just with Nick and Julia, with Winston and the girls, the whole episode is it just flows for me. I love this one. Nice. Awesome. You know, I had a good time with this one. I think for me personally, it probably had some of the higher highs and lower lows of uh, some of the episodes. Um, I feel like some of the sort of other storylines kind of got, I, I kind of feel bad for Winston, you know, some of the last <laughs> few episodes because yeah, he's just not in it much. Eh? We just mm-hmm. don't see him that often in this one here while he has a storyline. It's, it's not a lot. Like it's a good, it's a good time, but uh it's, uh, it's hilarious. I love it, though. I love it's a it. sketch more more than a storyline. It's just like a short little sketch. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> Very short sketch. <laughs> but no, absolutely. I love, like you said, um, Erica, I love that line. I got the dirty 12, Schmitty. So we, had a, we had a great, great standout. Um, we had some great moments from Jess this episode. So yeah, I can't wait to delve deep into it. So let's get into it. Let's go to the douchebag jar. What have we got on our lists here? I'm going to kick it off with Erica. Erica, what do you have on your list? I have quite a few this week on this for this one. Uh, look, that is not one night stand material. I know what I'm talking about. I have my 10,000 hours. Fantastic line. And I know I kicked it off with probably the strongest line, but it's so good. I just couldn't keep it to myself any longer. It's fantastic. Um, when Jess shows him the box of condoms, not box of condoms the box of condoms what are you going to have sex with an army it's like (laughs) i know it's not like a juicy line but it's just it's one that needs mentioned because it is hilarious um when he is at oliver's place with oliver and jess because you know he wasn't sure that you know oliver wanted him to watch planet of the apes with him right now uh there are youths everywhere and then just when he exclaims youths later because you know the youth steal his tires off of his ford flex which i just want to point out the ford flex is one of the ugliest vehicles in existence but also one of the smoothest rides also i just want to i need i need to throw that out just so in case anybody is wondering i I need that i need to throw out there that car is awful but fantastic at the same time but also uh the oil or it's probably the oil of the ylang ylang tree just how he says it, the ylang ylang. I'm just like, what? What? But no, the first one, look, that's not one night stand material. I know what I'm talking about. I have my 10,000 hours. Is my favorite douchebag jar line for this week, for sure. Number one, because who really has their 10,000? It sounds like he's a flight instructor. I don't even know what that is. Like, my God. Yeah. That's going to be my top one, though. So. Love it, love it. And oh. what do you got on your list there? Was there anything uh, that Erica might have? Uh, they might not have had on Erica's list there. Oh, absolutely. I have a bunch. <laughs> There's but... so many. <laughs> um, I like. Uh, hey, three words. Double bag it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when, when referring That's to the condoms, uh, I love the. Uh, it's a horrible neighborhood. Okay, there are youths everywhere, which Erica mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, I, but then. These two are just very, very high up on the douche jar list, I would say. 
where when he says uh every time you have sex with the same person jess you die just a little bit it's like a copy of a copy and i don't know if you get any douche here. well there's this this one right here if you end up having sex with them it's going to be missionary with a lot of eye contact yeah he talks about it the way people dim, like demean one night stands like he's like he's just like ah that's not yeah that's not something you want jess yeah <laughs> <laughs> love it love it yeah i definitely had the uh the use in my uh my list here um one one i did have not necessarily that douchey but i just thought it was a hilarious line from schmidt was when he's talking to winston at the start uh near the elevator where he talks about uh you know where that puts you in six months watching it's it's complicated on dvd while you cradle your newborn baby to sleep yep <laughs> In six months, six months. I just, I just thought that was a hilarious line. There's um, like a follow up to that where he says it's just about rich white people or something yeah. like that. Yeah, he had obviously done this, right? Like he'd obviously sat down to watch the movie and he sounded quite disappointed that it was just about rich white people. Um, I'm gonna have to go Yubes for my one, uh, for my winner. So but that's okay, you know, we can have three winners this week. Yeah. There's so many lines in this episode. Youth is a great one, though. Like, him just being so upset in this neighborhood of youths. Like, he doesn't even add anything else to it other than just youths. And Like, yeah, that's a great line. And it's so that's unlike cool. Schmidt. Like, he's, he's, he want, he's, he's supposed to be, like, extra douchey. And to, he, he's, he's one that you would expect to maybe want to be hip and down with the youths. But he's just turned into this old like man yelling out the window. It's just like exactly amazing. The thing is, he just thinks he thinks young people just love him though, eh? Which I guess okay, just spoilers. But we also got into that in the Bowers episode too a little bit. But um, but there's yeah, it just cracks me up. That's great. Uh, we have our next fun segment. What's up, Winston? where we talk about our favorite Winston moments of the episode. As we've kind of discussed, not uh, not a lot of Winston in this episode, but um, some good stuff in there. Now, I've got on my list here just one line. You don't want to be a man who has fancier underwear than you. That's the line I've got. <laughs> what have you got, Al? What have you got on your list, buddy? That's the one I have. That's definitely my winner. I'm, yes. I'm right there with you, Ben. Yep. Erica? I love you guys so much. Uh, you don't want to be a man... You don't want a man who has fancier underpants than you. You want to have the fanciest drawers in the relationship. Boom. That is the line. And yeah, that's the only line I have for most since you because it's such a perfect line. Like I thought about putting the one about the nose strips on when he's calling Nick from the bathroom, but no, it's just the one about the, the fancier drawers. And especially adding the boom on the end is just, like I said, when Especially with Winston not having too much of a role up until this point. You get to finally see him a bit more in this episode with Shelby, which is great. Um, and, it's like, you know, you finally sort of get a sense that maybe this is going to go somewhere, which is cool. And I just love that, you know, he she didn't let him know that this was going to be a girls' night in at all. So he was taken completely off guard. And it's great to see him kind of just want to be there with her friends by the end of the whole thing and that's just it's such a great line i love it so much it's a great line that line made me rethink my me on d's seriously that's not even like that's wow <laughs> i was like i'm out no more me undies that's it <laughs> nothing but oh, so unless they sponsor us. Like, what's that then 
hey, unless they sponsor us, then we're down. Yeah. Oh, exactly. down but they're so comfortable. You can't say no. They're so great. Exactly. So comfortable. No, we're gonna, obviously, that'll be the main line. I mean, that's one of his two lines. So, you know, it was probably going to bound to be one of them. Oh, <laughs> do you think Shelby deliberate? That's obviously she did that deliberately, like obviously because he, he had obviously abandoned her that previous Valentine's Day. Like this was punishment, Absolutely. right? Absolutely, it was. It was to see if he showed up. It was to see if he changed. It was to see if he was going to be there and actually want to be there. And yeah, that was that was a test. And he passed with flying colors. And it kind of gives us a bit of an insight, I think, to see who Winston really is. And we're going to see that more later on in future seasons, I think. So, mm. yeah. Alrighty. That's a good one. Cool. So now we have next tips. <laughs> we talk about our favorite Nick moments. So it could be just a great tip that Nick has for us, um, or it just could be a great Nick moment or quote. So who actually, I might just kick it off with a couple and we'll get started. There's a lot of good stuff. Uh, a lot of great so. stuff from this episode. Mm -hmm. um, so I've got, I was fighting with Caroline, um, Julia. What were you fighting about, Nick? Oh, you know the usual about how I make too much money, I dress too fancy, and I'm too good at communicating my feelings. <laughs> Just that yeah, typical yeah. Nick. I just thought that was a great line. Um, There's the fun back and forth at the end with Julia. Um, we've got, first of all, you'll need a map of Arizona. Julia, I can get that. Nick, and a container that you're comfortable getting your own in. Julia, oh, yeah. I've got one of my best. Nick, you do. <laughs> um, then we've got, oh, this is when um, there's some fun dialogue with himself and Cliff, um, where he talks about where things get weird. I started playing guitar in an old country ska band. Yes. <laughs> it was a really weird week where I wore a long blonde wig and I made everyone call me Sandy Ferguson. Then I drove to Mexico and tried to enter a cockfight. Yes, Cliff, as a person. <laughs> yep. Um, you got arrested. Uh, sorry, you got arrested in Mexico. I wasn't going to tell you until I got until I got you knocked up and I was in your stuff. And the last one that I've got um, is I just want to know. Uh, just want you to know there's a photocopy of my butt somewhere in your recycling bin. Um, he was very proud of that. So that's <laughs> what I put on my list. Um, yeah, I thought Nick's side story was just hilarious this week. It was great. Just his back and forth of Cliff resulting in Cliff just, you know resigning he's just driving off to the sunset who knows where the heck he's off to oh great <laughs> it was so good but um erica what do you got on your list is there anything that we didn't have there so i had two lines from nick this week and one of them was yours that you said uh well i got my heart broken then everything got weird i started playing guitar in an alt country ska band gambling a lot there was a really weird week where i wore a long blonde wig and i made everyone call me sandy ferguson and then i drove to mexico and tried to enter a cockfight as a person Yes, Cliff, as a person. Can we get a flashback? It was great, yes. With him laying yeah. on the ground, like, with the roost, like, it was it was great. And, yeah. So unnecessary, but so good. So unnecessary. Oh, and I love really, the wackiness. Like, that's it's, honestly, it's getting wacky, and I'm loving it. Yeah. That's fantastic. what I'm saying. They didn't need to do that, though. It just made it so much better, though. But they it could have just it. had him say that line, and it would have still been hilarious. But the exactly. fact that they committed to actually filming that, it just... And oh, he so did good. a knockout job too of of just portraying that. Like, I mean, it, that had to be difficult to, I mean, actually act that scene out. It had to have been without just absolutely losing it. But it's hilarious. He did such a great job. It's so funny. I just, yeah, it's fantastic. Um, and then 
I for the actual tip, like an actual good tip that he said in the show. Uh, the point of the story is I looked around at my life and I realized that I didn't want to work for somebody else my whole life, which I just think is, you know, it's a good tip. Like, I mean, some, some people just, you know, you don't want to work for somebody else your whole life. You know, they want to take charge and, you know, do stuff for them, which is awesome. And, mm. you know, I thought that was a good tip from Nick, which is, you know, the one that actually led to Cliff being like, you're right. I don't want to do this anymore. And then him leaving and leaving Nick to, photocopy his butt let julia know there are not two butt cracks he moved a little bit and do all of the filing absolutely wrong but hey it was valentine's day and he tried to do some sweet stuff which was <laughs> awesome so that's my next tip for this week nice nice and al what about you buddy anything that we missed oh there's one that you missed and it's the very first line spoken in the episode and it's Nick and Julia sitting on the couch, or was it, I can't, maybe the mm -hmm. dining table. Yep. And the first words you hear in the episode is, this is Nick speaking, and he says, that's classic Nick Miller. Hey, look, I'm holding your hand. And what? And then he starts, like, just, you know, flirting with her. And mm -hmm. it's just, you're, he's referring to himself that, as what he's doing is classic Nick Miller. Like, <laughs> come on. Yep. I love it. It's I'm fantastic. all about that. It's great. It's great. <laughs> so for the winner this week, do you think we can actually just go with the whole monologue about his um, when things get weird? I think so. Yeah, that's the best. That's the, the best just part. I think yeah. so. So good. Nice. Perfect. Before we do that, I did want to touch on um, just Jess's arc as a whole um, and just what we sort of thought about that. Obviously, we get some amazing lines from from Jess, the happy V Day player. We've got the dirty, I've got the dirty twelve Schmitty that we've talked about. Um, but there's so many great lines and moments. So, did you either of you sort of have any sort of standout moments from Jess? Is there anything that you really liked about her getting back out there, trying to have a one night stand? I think her actually getting Oliver back with her with his ex and talking to his mother on the phone. And just that whole segment towards the end of the episode uh, is it just really shows who Jess is, which is not the one night stand material. She's not. Um, and I, I really think when it comes down to it, it, when people have been hurt and they're like, yeah, that's what I need to do is go out and have a one night stand. It comes down to a lot of us just really aren't that person. And, you know, she ends up just doing that instead getting them back together you know his taco loving self and that kind of crazy girl that made out with cc's boyfriend and uh you know like i said talking to his mom on the phone and then she went home had that nice little heart to heart which meant almost you know he said you know have have a one night stand with someone you know and you're comfortable with you're not going to regret it that she almost you know decides to go deal with him until <laughs> Nick kind of busts her, but which was hilarious. And then she drops the entire box of condoms on the floor. But, uh, you know, I think that really there is just classic Jess just being nice. And, you know, that's just not who she is. So that's going to be my, my Jess moment for this week. I think that's just that really shows who she is. She was more drawn to the sweet guy from Oregon, really, than she was drawn to Oliver the web designer uh that likes tacos so yeah nice and what about you Al? 
I'm going to go with a, the complete opposite route here. I have <laughs> Schwing written down. Just saying Schwing <laughs> is amazing. And also, <laughs> yes, I have no emotional connection to him, but I'm just going to eat lunch off of that butt. <laughs> and that, that's <laughs> excellent. But nice. I, I, I agree with everything you said, Erica. It's fantastic to see Jess being Jess, and it's, it's amazing. I love it. Just to see her flirting in that bar, eh? This, this, oh, it's so good. And like they're choking on the cherry and just. Yes. Her reaching down into that glass to try to get the cherry is one of the funniest things ever. Like she's just kind of stabbing at it first, trying to get it. And then she's just, nope, I'm going to. She's so determined to get that cherry. Like it's kind of like how she's just so determined to have a one night stand. She's just like, and even she says it, what's a girl got to do to have a one night stand around here? You know, like. It's it's hilarious that she's just trying so hard to do that very stereotypical Valentine's Day thing because she's single and and it's just you know it doesn't work out happy. exactly. It's but, almost like watching like you know an old eighties sports movie where you, you know you've you know you've gone through the entire movie you've been rooting for these characters it's the final and you you know it's coming down to you like go oh, Jess get out there get you on that. <laughs> Oh, after she fumbled a few times, but she got there. Yeah, she did, <laughs> I will say for me, the thing that kind of felt a little bit out of character and weird again, and it, yes, it was funny, but the Jess Schmidt moment with her going up to his door and with all the condoms, and then obviously then just spilling out. It is a hilarious <laughs> moment, but it kind of feels like a bit of a weird, out of place kind of character, kind of like we had back in, mm -hmm. um, was it the 50, where Schmidt tries to kiss Jess. It's yeah. almost... I don't know they were still a little bit out of place and weird, but up in that, I thought um, that was a pretty, pretty yeah. strong episode. So I think that kind of, I think that out of placeness, placeness though, is kind of nice because that's why like it stops. And, she, and when she calls Cece the next morning, was like, oh my god, you can't believe it. I almost did. I almost had sex with Bushman. And you know, she's laying in bed with him, obviously at that point because we haven't touched on that yet. But she's like, oh, yeah gotta go bye <laughs> like yeah you almost did i actually did shit so she's just you know. rethinking her entire life yeah like <laughs> oh god <laughs> yeah that was a great moment yeah and it was worth it definitely for that and you could tell that's why they had yeah. that in there so mm -hmm. for sure uh, and this is obviously yeah. could be the start of something great who knows yeah, who knows? I would Very say it's exciting. a little less out of place than the Schmidt kiss because, yeah. like, it was set up with yeah. the whole her wanting to get a one night stand, and yeah, yeah. And he did kind of say, like, at least do it with someone you know. So she was yeah. kind of like, I mean, he did plant that seed. So yeah, yeah. Oh, good, cool. Now let's get into our MVP, which we always agree on every single week. Now. <laughs> every week. <laughs> I'm not going first this week. I'm going to kick it off to Erica today. Erica, who's your oh, MVP? Man. Um, <laughs> oh, this one's a hard one. It really is. This week is rough. And I think, oh gosh, I don't know. I really wasn't prepared for MVP yet. I really was still debating between two people. But I think I'm going to go with Nick this week. Nick's going to be my MVP. Um. Just because I, it was that speech, man, his speech where things got weird and he really, I know that Cliff ended up quitting, but, you know, he probably saved that poor boy a lot of trouble 
because you can really tell that he actually didn't want to be a lawyer. And he really ended up just the whole Valentine's Day with Julia. I feel like that just gives Nick a good a good reason to be MVP this week. Um, he had a lot of great moments, I feel like. Yeah, I'm going with Nick. Nick's going to be my MVP this week. I'm going to say that because I know there's going to be, I know there's going to be arguing in a couple minutes. So I'm going to hold the rest of my stuff <laughs> until then. So go ahead. Next. Oh, let's hear it, buddy. <laughs> let's hear what you got. Come on. I'm going with Schmidt. Okay. Because, I yes, like seeing that was... was my other one. So I want to mm-hmm. hear. Okay. I like I like Nick. I like Nick for MVP, but okay. I think um I think Schmidt for once did something very helpful and helped out Jess with at least being her wingman because that's what she thought she wanted. So he was helpful and he he he, he did it well. He did what he was trying to do pretty well. Mm-hmm. And that's a rare thing for Schmidt, I think. That's my argument. Ben, I can't wait to hear what you Ben, say. Ben, I don't know. I'm, I'm on the fence. Um, don't Nick say Cliff. Did. Don't say Cliff. <laughs> that guy's like five months away from living from his mum's house in the basement. Just you know. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, he's he's the worst. So I was Kyle for that matter, but um, oh. for. for reasons thing that he is extremely racist apparently <laughs> yeah oh my gosh let's not talk okay. about that part but we do no. need to talk about our our uh our guests too still yeah because i do want to talk about oliver but go ahead Ooh. mvp yes um mvp it was a tie between jess and nick but i think you might have swayed me erica to nick just because yes. <laughs> It is a very strong episode for Nick. I love that back and forth between him and Julia the entire episode. Even like Julia has some great moments too. I just love her. She's not in it much, but you know, when she comes out, she's on the phone. She's just completely just reaming someone on the other end, just getting so angry throughout the entire episode. It's great. And Um, yeah, I think with Nick supporting her so much, like they were supposed to have this such a stereotypical, like, she got him the heart boxers. She's wearing the little ear things. They were supposed to have this big romantic, stereotypical Valentine's Day, and she ends up having to work. But he still supports her and helps her so much, mm-hmm. even though, like, you know, this was their first, you know, both of them, their first, like, real Valentine's Day. And, I mean, he's just, he does such a great job. Definitely. And yeah, I just love I'm his- not going to argue with this. <laughs> I agree. Yes. We One agree. thing that I I have a line from Julia that I really want to add. It's not great. It's not like a very, it's not, it's nothing special, but it, it just goes to show you that this is exactly uh, the kind of person Nick would be and, you know, interested in. Mm-hmm. When she's introducing Cliff, she says, hi, that's my little intern, Cliff. Yes. That's <laughs> such a weird <laughs> adjective to use. Like, why? So funny. He plays that role so well too. It's he that does. guy from the office, right? He's in Hot Tub Time Machine. He's he's great. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. He's good. He's he plays that role very great. Yeah. I'll say between the two of them, Jess and Julia, like Julia, yeah, she just plays it so well. Where you can tell she's a little bit insecure about things, but um, you know, mm-hmm. it's it's yeah, it's so good between them. But yeah, Nick, just super strong episode for him. So I'm yeah. going to rock and Nick. You've swayed me, Erica. Yay! Yay! 
<laughs> now we come to our final thoughts on the episode and what we're going to give it um, out of 10 schmitties. So let's go with Al. Al, what are your final thoughts? What is your, what's your schmitty ranking for this one, buddy? Um, I think I'm just going to go with a, a 7.5. Like as great mm. as it is, um, not all storylines were great. And I don't know, 7.5 sounds good to me. Nice. I don't have much to say about that. <laughs> and Erica? Um, I'm going to give this one an 8. I still really love this episode. Uh, not as much as the last one. Um, but I just, I, it's a funny episode. It's hilarious. It always makes me laugh. And uh, while it's not the best, I, again, like I said, I feel like just the whole one night stand thing is a bit out of character for Jess for the most part. Um, like I said, you still get to see her true colors kind of shine towards the end there. And it's still a really funny episode, I think. And I'm going to give it eight. So. Nice. Awesome. I'm going to give it, I think, seven Schmitties out of 10. So I feel like, yeah, it had some strong moments. I feel like probably where they struggled the most of the episode, they obviously wanted to develop a lot of the characters in this one, whereas sometimes we just get those episodes where it's just the gang in the loft and they're all together, so we get lots of screen, screen time for most of them. But obviously they're off kind of doing their own thing. So I think that's where they kind of maybe found it hard is just to, you know, in such a short episode time, which you have on these shows, just to try and actually you know get across everyone's story so i did feel it was a little bit tough on poor winston like i said just not much there i was like at that point i was like why even have him in there yes there's some great moments but it meant that some of the other ones were a little bit underdeveloped um but let's just get some more screen time for winston you know yes so hopefully happens in the future um like i said the other storylines were great but like i said some of the parts were kind of hit or miss for me so yeah i'm gonna give it a seven i thought it was it was good um yeah for the most part i think overall it was pretty good yeah so let's kick it over to our fun segment hey girl what you doing now um i just got uh new speakers for my setup yeah and uh i was i wanted uh ones that were like just uh like wall powered as opposed to usb powered and I called the shop and they said that they were like not USB powered. And then I got them delivered and they were both like, you'd have to plug them in and provide USB power, which was very strange. I was not aware uh, devices would need both kinds of power, especially yeah, just speakers. It's a very strange thing. <laughs> nice, buddy. Now, before we uh, get into the final part of the show, I believe we also need to do rank our guest. Um, so... Hold on a second. Let's do we got to do we got to or is that going to be OK? I hit I the wrong mind. button. OK, that's fine. Because I definitely hit comments instead of private chat. Sorry. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> There's too many new buttons on my thing now. OK, go ahead. Sorry. Sorry, Ben. My apologies. Start that over again. And so now we need to also get to our other segment um, that we do on the show. Um, when we have special guests on, rank our guests. So, yes, let's kick it off with Erica. Erica, mm. where are the guests that we have in this episode fall? And do we are we going to put Cliff on the list? Because I think he deserves it. 
I think we could put Cliff on the list. So we have down at the bottom here our rankings so far. So we have Julia at number one, Genslinger at number two, Remy at number three, Glasses Kid. Yeah, <laughs> Remy. Uh, Glasses Kid at number four, and Green Arrows Tongue at number five. We're leaving him at number five because he sucks. Um, <laughs> we might even need to move him down. Wait, but, oh, he's he's going to go down. So we have um, Oliver who is fantastic. And I am going to absolutely butcher his last name because I do not know how to pronounce it. And I apologize now. Uh, his name is Ryan uh, Quatan, I think is how you say it. He is an Australian actor. He's fantastic. Um, also was in um, True Blood, which is where Julia was also in. Her character was uh, in True Blood season one. They were actually... Boyfriend, girlfriend in that show in season one. Fantastic. Um, which is, yeah, my little fun fact. I loved him in that show. So, uh, I mean, Oliver, I don't think he's super impressionable, but I mean, I think we could probably still put him above Green Arrow's tongue. So uh, let's throw him at number five and we'll move Green Arrow's tongue down. Uh, I actually think I th he might be the worst. He might be the worst. You think he should be worse than Green Arrow's tongue? I feel like I feel like with Green Arrow's tongue, yes, he's horrible. Okay. But not in this episode, but previous episodes, <laughs> and sometimes been in hilarious ways. Like, okay, he is the most douchey person in any place that is. role to protect him. But so, yeah, Andrew, okay. I feel like, sorry, why well, I forgot his name again? Because he's just that bland. What's his name in the episode again? Kyle. Oh, I feel like with Kyle, he's just nothing. Like he's, and that's I guess the point because that's why Jess is. You know, this is why she's trying to have the one night stand with him because they have nothing in common. He's just oh Oliver. Oliver's the one night stand. Oliver, sorry. I thought you yeah. meant Green Arrow's tongue. Sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, he's yeah. just he's just so bland. You know, okay. and that's the point of the character. But I feel like at least with Green Arrow's tongue, like there's moments like where you see him do stuff, and you're like, okay. just they remind you of someone that's just like that that particular horrible Wait. douchey person. Like he out douches Schmidt. He's that bad, but he just wow. plays that role. All right, so we can put Oliver. I'm still confused right now. Okay, so are we putting Oliver below Green Arrow's tongue then? Is that what you want to do, Ben? That's what I'm suggesting. This okay. is really confusing because Green Arrow's tongue is Oliver in Green Arrow, right? That's where it's getting super confusing. No, Oliver. Oliver. Oh, oh, I see what you mean. Wow, <laughs> oh, wow. that is so confusing. Oh, gosh. I know. Jeez. Okay. All I'm saying is I think that character. That it's actor does a terrible. better job of portraying that, that okay. character. Charles is nothing to me. Like I don't, gotcha. we don't care about him at all. We don't what care about him at all. Oliver. Oh my Oliver. god. <laughs> Can we just put Cliff as number five and forget okay. all this nonsense? So <laughs> yeah. So we want to make Cliff. Okay, where are we putting Cliff then? Cliff is the poor little uh, assistant. Is Cliff going to be before Green Arrow's tongue? Yeah, we love okay. Cliff. Cliff's great. We love Cliff. Cliff is going he to go birds. here. He's a bird person. He is a bird person. And then Green Arrow's tongue will be number six. And then and Oliver, Oliver will be number seven. So now let's look at our brand new updated list. Ooh. There we go. Check that out. Nice. Everyone keeping track at home. We've got Juliet number one, Genslinger at number two, Remy at number three, Glasses Kid at number four, 
Cliff at number five, Green Arrow's tongue at number six, and Oliver at number seven. I don't know if anyone's going to beat Julia because, man, I, if she could go higher than number one after this episode, I love her in this episode. She's great. She's fantastic in this episode, and yeah. Can I make her a request? What's the What's your request? Can we change Cliff to what did What did Julia call him? My her small <laughs> little intern. Her little intern. Okay. We have a little Cliff little, little intern and brackets Cliff little, little intern. Cliff, Cliff <laughs> the little intern. And are we going to forget who Oliver is? Should we put something in there to remind us? Taco Boy. I mean, they're going to change boy. eventually, anyways. So yeah. we'll, I'm sure he'll get there. All right. Cliff is now the little Cliff the little intern. There we go. Cliff <laughs> nice. the little intern. All right. So there we That's have it. Life. Who's that guest for this week? Beautiful. Nice. Love it. Great ranking. Good ranking. Good ranking. We got this. Season one's fun. Alrighty. <laughs> and Jake Watch. Have we got oh. any updates? Erica Al, have you heard anything? Is Jake coming on the show? Mm, haven't heard anything yet. No. So, Let's just keep checking. Let's keep checking. Yeah. Keep using that hashtag. Let Jake, know. Jake, let Jake know. Make it happen, team. <laughs> all right. Before we sign off today, I just want to say a huge thank you to everyone for all the incredible support for the show. Um, I just want to kick it off to Erica. Erica, if you want to tell us a little bit about uh, what's happening, I believe we've obviously made some changes to the Patreon. Um, so if you want to just talk to us about that. Yeah, we did make some updates to the Patreon. So we uh, just uh, tweaked it up a little bit, changed a few things, uh, made it a bit more accessible. So we have tiers starting at one dollar um so if you want to go check that out uh it'd be super cool i mean if you can't support us there that's fine no big deal if you can just hit like subscribe on youtube or your podcast services anywhere like that that is so helpful we appreciate it so much when you do things like that um like i said on youtube twitter spotify apple Podcasts, anywhere you listen to us that is fantastic so but yep, we are everywhere. You can find us at the OUPod.com Patreon. We're just at the official unofficial podcast. Like I said, we have three tiers over there now, one, five, and ten dollars. So it's all super easy. Um, and yeah, if you would like to come talk to us on the show, just hey, shoot us a message. Nice. And if people are watching this episode and they're like, I need to see more Erica content, which <gasps> they should, absolutely should be, where would people find you? Hey, you can find me at Ambelina on Twitter and at twitch.tv slash Ambelina. And also, if you would like to come talk to me about sports, hey, you can do that now because yep. starting very soon, we're going to be having a sports show, uh, official sports talk with unofficial sports people. It's going to be so much fun. Come bring me one big topic you want to talk about that happened in the last week and one big topic coming up in the next week. And we're going to sit down and talk about it. It's going to be a quick little short form podcast. It's going to be so much fun. And I'm super excited to start that. So, woo! Yay. It's exciting. It's exciting. And our <laughs> people watching this thinking this guy's hat's on point. He's had a fantastic show. He's He could possibly debatably be our MVP of today's episode between you and Erica. Where can people is. find you if you want to see more Al Tribeson content? I'm. Um, at Al Tribesman on everything. So on Twitter, Twitch, and pretty much everything. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Now, I believe that you were on some content recently that you worked really hard on with one Johnny Ace from Kind of Funny Vids. 
Oh yeah, that's coming very soon. Uh, very soon. Yep. With Where can people in. find out about that if um, if and when sass. it comes? SimplySassyVids.com is where you can nice. find that. Awesome. Perfect. That's great. So thanks everyone for a fantastic show. Remember, check out theoupod.com for all things official and official. Um, thank you again, once again, for all the crazy support. And as Erica said, please, if you can, um, like, um, subscribe, and share. Um, especially subscribing to the YouTube channel makes a huge difference. And of course, we always love those amazing reviews that you keep popping up on uh, iTunes. So thank you all so much. And we'll keep, catch you next time. And until next time, keep it unofficial. <laughs>